everyone and welcome back to Smotherhood with myself P and Jordana and we have a guest today. Woo! Yes, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, so I'm Chanel. Welcome. And I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm actually very happy you guys have me today. We are very happy to have you here though. Um, so we're in a fancy studio that has just taken us. God knows how long. <laughs> Seriously. So we thank Chanel for your patience. patience. <laughs> <laughs> we were, listen, we was made for this, girl. We were made for this. We're so in sync. Um, so today we are going to talk about uh, pre and pre versus post natal relationships. So relationships in terms of with your partner, with your pet family, with your friends, and I think that we all can agree that they can be really difficult mm. um, and that there is a lot of difference. Mm. A lot. Yeah. Mm. So, um, I mean, I don't know where to start. Like, do we look at pre or we look just start looking at post, start talking about post and then it kind of... Reflects on the pre. Yeah, reflects on the pre. Yeah, um, mm. yeah definitely the post. I mean, I think that's where it stands out the most yeah um, and um obviously I, we got chanel here today because she i saw her post something that you wanted to do your own little thing about mm. it so you should probably go ahead and start like why what brought you to that point where you thought like do you know what this is something i need to talk about mm. i think it's more to do when i well when i did do that post a lot of people were messaging me like wow, like, this is actually true. Everyone is going through this. And a lot of people don't feel comfortable speaking up about depression when you go through the phases of pregnancy and the expectations that come with that as well. So that's why when I saw you, your guys' post, I was like, okay, maybe I should do something to help as well and get that voice heard. So, And just for the listeners' um, sake, can you just summarize what the post was that you did you post a post or yeah was it, so yeah. yeah I did a post so it was just about how my self-esteem and every day it was like okay I'm not that person as that I used to be on Instagram I was into fitness I was always posting pictures of myself and I posted a picture where I had no muscle mass at all so for me, to, for me as that person to post that and people to see it, they were just like, whoa, like this must have taken a lot for Chanel to write this. And I was talking about saying I was going through depression, the anxiety, I'm not going to work. And that's how I kind of connected. So that's what it was. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Nice. And it's relatable because a lot of women have been through that. Yeah. Um, my, I myself have... I've got three children and mm. the first two I had awful postnatal depression mm. like terrible and looking back now I'm just grateful for the journey of growing out of that some people don't make it out of that mm. mother father you don't even have to have a child some people just don't make it out of that rut yeah so to have you here today I appreciate that yeah thank I you appreciate that definitely Paige with your postnatal depression do you feel like one, me personally, I feel like you hide a lot of what you're going through. Definitely. Because I would have n probably never known 
even now it's more that you're opening up and talking about it but yeah. before i would not have known you yeah. just always seem like okay yeah that everything's crap like yeah. wool, you've got people coming around you know yeah. doing the birthday parties doing the house yeah. gatherings so you wouldn't know do you feel did anybody know um uh my children's dad definitely mm. um i would say he was he was the closest person to me who witnessed the me deteriorating. Um, my parents were were um, aware, but again, I I it was I I didn't ever want to discuss it with anyone or talk yeah. to anyone close to me about it. Yeah. And I think mainly with my children's dad, um, having him there because obviously we was in a relationship for so long. Um, and he was he witnessed it so i couldn't hide it from him yeah so he was almost like my safety net and also my uh i don't want to say punch bag but he was like my emotional deposit bank mm. so um yeah so i couldn't i couldn't hide it from him do you feel like the you him and your mum your parents did they support you or did you feel like did you feel supported um i felt uh, do you know what? In all honesty, I felt like they didn't really know what to do. Mm. I don't know if you can relate, Chanel, but I'd like I, it's it's almost like okay, when when somebody knows that you're depressed, it's like you're depressed. How mm. do they help you? It, they can say, "Oh, I'm coming round. I don't I don't want you to come round." Yeah, but you you close off people that's trying to give you the help, and it's not that you don't want them to. You you really do want to have them there, but it's just something in you that's it's the it's the barrier. Mm. It doesn't allow you to just open up. Yeah. And before you, how many children do you have? I have one. So I gave birth last year, February. Mm. Um, after that period, I kind of just saw how of an impact and how everything really changed around me. And that was like with friendships and trying to get those friends to understand that I'm not that person anymore. And it was just like, oh, but why are you not making plans to come and see us? Or like, what's happening? And that was that's when my anxiety started to take place because it was like okay well what what do i do where do i go from here and yeah. why am i not that person anymore and i felt like i was trying to be someone for them rather than who i am yes. and who who i am in that present moment yes. um and we just went spiral from there and that's, that's where i got stuck and during your pregnancy did you see any changes within yourself or did you feel fine yeah, I saw a lot of changes when I was pregnant. Um, I started isolating myself. And when my friends were trying to invite me out to maybe to meet up with them, I didn't feel okay because I'd put on weight and not a lot of weight, but it was just, I just didn't feel like myself. Yeah. Mm. Um, but again, it was just, again, well, the understanding that didn't really meet with my understanding. That's where we just clashed. Mm. That's different for me because when I was, like it was when I got pregnant that I started seeing the changes in my friends mm. where they were out and about and never asked me mm. like you're pregnant is an ex isn't an excuse for me it really isn't no I can't come clubbing or no I can't come to a festival or whatever but you lot are out and about mm -hmm. everywhere and no one's calling my f no one mm. and I've got very separate friends like yeah. you'll know all yeah. of my friends are individuals or twos or something so i don't have one big group but to see so many people mm. where i'm looking like these people are out these people are out no one's called my phone no one's really made an effort 
No one's even asking me how I am. Or mm. just ask me, do, would you like to come out? Maybe my answer will be no every time. I, I think that's, that's something that maybe more girls go through like this. Just ask. Like, don't not ask, oh, because I already know her answer. It doesn't matter if I'm going to say no to you a hundred times. Mm. A fre- like, your friends are there to make sure that you always, you, you ask all the time. Um, and I think I've still been in those positions where I've been like, people have been like, oh, but you've got Remy and you can't and you do. And it's just like, still ask me because what if yeah. I wanted to make it happen? What yeah. if I actually thought, no, do you know what? I need that actually. Mm. I, I'm going to, um, I'll make it happen. I'll sort things out yeah. and I'll find the money and I'll do yeah, all of those yeah, yeah. things. And it's like, you haven't even picked up the phone, mm. sent a text message. Yeah. It's, um, al- it's almost like when you become a mum, you're just like written off not even written off it's like you're put on a shelf it's like yeah "Yeah, that's you now and And then everyone and then everyone can't understand the whole fact that you've changed but you're treating me like i've changed before you even before we can even understand that we've changed so yeah we do change and everyone goes oh yeah but you know you're a mum now but no one can understand the changes Mm. because then it's oh but you've changed and you're not the same it's like i don't know i couldn't even really see the changes in me Mm. until until at the, I'm at this point now where I'm in a really good space. Mm. So I think, yeah, it's good that you guys knew, like, kind of knew. Do you know what? I'm instantly, I'm in this space that doesn't feel right. Yeah. I think for me, I didn't realise mm. until I look back now and I go, wow, mm. I don't think I was in a good place. Mm. And that's why people weren't speaking to me. And that, what, Not that I think that that's a good thing, because mm. I think your friends are there and me and Chanel were speaking about that before, your friends are there to support you. If you have something bad to talk about every single day, then you should have one of your friends where you feel like, I can pick up the phone and Definitely. they should be able to listen to me. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, it's when I look back at it now and I think, God, yeah, I really wasn't okay. And because I'm such an understanding person, I look back and go, oh, yeah, mm. can I kind of understand why my friends didn't want to be... But a lot of them aren't my friends anymore. And I'm, yeah, and I'm happy. I don't, I don't think, oh, do you know what? Maybe it was because I was so negative and I was mm. so down and in my own little bubble. I think, nah, I don't even want those types of people around yeah, me. definitely. I want people around me that can say, she's yeah. She's going through what she's, she's going, going through, through. what she's going through and we're going to mm. be and there for her. And we're here, yeah. We're here, we're yeah. Here. And then that's when you see who you've got around you now. Yeah. Have you noticed that, Chanel? Yeah, definitely. I think it's just having the understanding people around you where you don't, constantly feel like you're re-explaining yourself and you have to give them explanation for everything um and that that for me was just it just became too much and that's Mm. why I just thought okay well both need to just go our separate ways yeah definitely yeah and another thing that you kind of picked up on earlier when we were talking is that you you didn't want to not speak to them because you felt like no they're my friends even though they're letting you down or they're annoying Mm. you and they're disappointing you and that's something I did I was still allowing people into my life, even though everything about them annoyed me. I felt like, you've not called me, you've not asked me, like, you haven't seen how I am, you haven't come and seen me and Remy as much as I would like. Mm. But because I was so alone, you accept it when it comes. And I got to a point like, ugh, I'm actually (laughs) spending time with people and the whole time I'm looking at you like, ugh, I don't even want to spend time with you. (laughs) <laughs> and it got to that point where I was, no, I'd rather be, and I got to a point where I said, I would rather be in my house with my child the rest of my life yeah. alone than spend and waste time and energy with people that I don't like. 100%. Anymore. And especially people that have 
not, I don't want to say flipped, but people that have shown their true colours to you once you've become a mum. Because when you do become a mum, your whole perspective on life changes. It's not just about you anymore. Yeah. You've got this little life that you're responsible for. And some people, some women, some some men, some whoever it may be, they can't relate to that because yeah. they still got themselves to think about. So when they want to message you or holler at you and see what you're doing, you're like, no, 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 I can't do that today. Because yeah. I'm because I'm with the baby. Like if I mm-hmm. say to you, I can't do that because I've got the baby. Don't then just don't take that and run with it, and then just assume that I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z yeah. because I've got the baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've always been um, a homebody anyway. I love being at home. I love being in my own space. Mm-hmm. But I'm very selective with who I let into my space. Yeah. And if you like, if you come to my come to my home, like you're a big deal to me. If mm-hmm. you haven't stepped foot in my house or even like slept over chances are we're not really good friends not like that but it's like that because I can't let everyone in I I don't have the emotional capacity for that and as I've got older and the more children I've had I've realized that I can't I can't be available for everyone and be cautious of how they feel about me and then be cautious about how I feel about them and I'm trying to maneuver as a mum and as an individual and a friend and a sister and a daughter and a wife and it's all too much it's, mm. someone's got to go someone's got to go that's what I was explaining to Jordan earlier on as well I was saying that at one point I was supposed to have I was supposed to meet with one of my friends and like I was tr- I found that I was chasing or trying to accommodate how she was feeling rather than thinking okay well hold on a second I can't accommodate to all of this stuff I'm working full time I have one day off in the week that one day off I'm trying to fit so much stuff in if our timing cancels you can come to my house if I'm allowing you like you said to come in my space then obviously I I want you to be there there you go just because I've cancelled where we need to meet doesn't mean I've cancelled you yeah exactly and again the lack of understanding Mm. it made me feel like okay well shit am I doing something wrong and then I was feeling horrible I was like oh my god like Chanel like you need to snap out of this but now I'm like no I didn't do nothing wrong I've just been trying to get my life in track I'm going yeah. I have to go home I need to cook food for my daughter my boyfriend so yeah these responsibilities that she expects of me of who I was before it's like oh yeah babe like yeah of course I'll come and meet that was me before but now it's like it's a new chapter in your life yeah, and again it's just, just people can't. just can't relate Mm. no and it is mainly people without kids like I know that I've just looked at a lot of my friends and I think I can't wait for you to have kids Mm. because not in a not in a mean way Mm. but I just hope that for one second they sit there and go wow Mm. this is how she must this is how people feel and there is more that I could have done yeah for the people around me that had kids first that is how I feel it's true I don't want anyone to feel... Obviously, I don't wish that anyone feels lonely and stuff, but just to get that realisation, because it is so hard to... I had... I had, I think the only person that I knew with kids when I had Remy was you. So, for all of my other friends that I knew to not have kids, that was just hard. It was just... It did just feel like I lost everyone, because they're still... And everyone has their lives. That's a thing. Yeah. We, we understand that. Yeah, yeah. I've ha- I've had people say to me like, "Do you not understand? You know that I have my own life too, and you know I've got this, and I'm at work." And... Don't talk yeah. to me about do I understand? <laughs> <laughs> Please. Could like, you not see me juggling? Like I'm literally juggling a hundred things at once. Yeah. If anyone understands, yes. that is me. Yes. Like the, ah, yes. but you have more time than me. Yeah. Mm. So 
I do expect that effort. Yeah, definitely. I do. Mm. I do because I'm just at home. And yeah, yeah. I can't leave the house. Yeah. Or I can, but do you know what I mean? Like you've got a yeah. baby and you're exhausted mm. and you're just trying to keep the house in one yeah. piece and your head in one piece and mm. like so yes, you should make the first step. Do any of your friends have children, Chanel? Um, so one of my friends, yeah, she has um she has a kid, she has two. Um, she's been so supportive as well. So it's crazy because when you when you give birth, you become it's like you radiate these women that just mm. that have kids and that's where you kind of grow like a new friendship with yeah people. so yeah she's one of them i even have another friend she doesn't even have kids but because her best friend has kids she can't she understands so when i'm speaking to her she's just like yeah like i get it so yeah she's really helpful but again that's just two people um so yeah it just goes to show yeah. and one thing i've noticed is that i i was the first um i was the first one out of all my friends to have a child mm. Um, and then by the time, I, I would say, my oh, well, one of my friends has just had a baby. He's not even one yet. And then I've got another friend. She's got two. I've got another friend. She's got two. And our two, like my two oldest have like grown up with her children. But one thing I've noticed within myself is that I don't necessarily always have time for them as well. Yeah. You know? And that makes me feel bad because I think yeah. we're we're in the same boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but then it's like I feel bad don't get me wrong I, d- I don't know how to put it it's like I feel bad that I'm not there but it's like it's it's almost like I'm radiating like you know yeah. and I know that yeah. we've got life going on if you need me I'm here yeah at all times you know that you but, could call me at any time of the day or, or message me please because I you know I'm not yeah. really good on the phone like <laughs> I will literally wait for you look at my phone stop ringing I'm like what do you want <laughs> But yeah, contact me, get through to me whenever you want. But but yeah, that, that's the point I'm making that my friends that have children, I feel that I don't make enough effort yeah, for them. I get what you're saying. But they will understand. They won't question it and they won't No, they won't. No. Away. Just, if no. you say, babe, look, I'm not coming today. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. it. There's yeah. no stress behind it. You don't yeah. feel bad. It's just like, hey, well. But even down to my cousin, she had her first baby like six months, maybe three months after, after I had my youngest. Mm. And... I remember we was like, yes, they're going to grow up together. They're going to be this, they're going to be that. And don't get me wrong. When we all, when the the whole family comes together, it's like we've been weird together all the time. But even that, and now she's moving like far out to Surrey. And I'm like, oh my God, how, why, why would you do that? And I'm thinking, but why would she stay down here? I'm busy with my family, with my kids and doing what I'm doing. And she used to live like five minutes up the road. And I used to think, why am I not making this effort? And then these are the things that I battle with within myself. These things give me anxiety because I then feel like, am I doing enough? Mm. And it's like, but what? I'm, I, I've only got a capacity to do so much. Yeah. It's like, I'm a single mum with three children. I don't then, like you said, the time that I do have when, I'm, when I don't have to be doing the school run or working or studying, I just want to be with my children. And again, I'm just a real home buddy and I like to be at home. Mm-hmm. And again, if I let you into my space, not let you into my space, but if you come into my space, yeah, I feel more comfortable, more at ease. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I don't always do that reach out. But the people close to me with children know that they can come at any time mm-hmm. with three to five working days notice. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, whoever's listening. You lot know who you are. You lot know how I am, but I love you so much. But yeah, but that's why I've struggled with anxiety my whole entire life mm. so i'm really trying to push through that because it's jarring it's yeah. like it's like a toxic friend i can't get rid of it's, it's like let, let me breathe yeah. mm. 
But um, so, yeah, Chanel, what I wanted to ask was your relationship, if you don't mind me saying, no, your relationship with, did you say you have a daughter? Yes. Yeah, your daughter's dad. How, how was that throughout pregnancy? And then was he there for the birth? And then after the birth, how were things? It's, um, it's been a roller coaster. Mm. Well, yeah, I'll say a roller coaster. From the beginning, mm. um, especially with my emotions, like the hormones and everything, I, there was times when he wanted to leave me because I was a lot of work and, like, it was a lot. And it's there was lot, so much yeah. stuff going on as well. And especially at the time when I was supposed to give birth, he was then um, recalled. So that put a lot of strain on the relationship. I don't know when he was coming back. So it was just like, okay, I'm now going to be a single mum. And I had to kind of prepare myself for that. Mm. And obviously him coming back, it, again, it instead of moving forward with kind of positivity, it was just like, okay, we have now a child. So yeah. now we need to find the time to to rebuild sorry to rebuild our relationship Definitely. and to involve our child and he was in a different mental space i was in a different mental space i didn't have the people that i could feel comfortable speaking to about that so i kind of just held everything in and kind of just tried to take each day as it came and i found that i started getting very depressed and i started lashing out and i didn't mm. i didn't really feel like myself and my boyfriend being the only person I could actually open up to, he yep. was getting the abuse. He was yep. getting like things I would say to him and yep. not really understanding that he's going through the same 100%. thing as well. Yep. Um, but it's actually taken me up to today where it's like, okay, we're both on the same page. We just need to find that middle ground and kind of understand that we're in it together. Mm. And like, he's been supportive from day one. He hasn't, he hasn't left. He hasn't, done anything that makes me think okay well i don't necessarily want to carry on mm. it's just been it's it's been hard it's, but you've got through it yeah that's lovely yeah that is lovely and i can definitely relate to the having that that having your child's father there mm. i'm so sorry oh. This is what happens when you order Deliveroo. I know, I'm sorry. I'm going to leave it outside anyway. Jump out for two seconds. and um, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I hope he leaves it outside. If you open that door and he's there holding it. (laughs) But yeah, no, it's it's definitely a rollercoaster of emotions and he's definitely stuck there at all so nice. and it's funny because we had the conversation yesterday and it was mm. just like a lot of men tend to get scared when they're in so much tension as well some don't know how to handle it definitely so definitely obviously women who are with partners where they don't have that understanding is i can definitely relate i mean definitely i i think we live in a society where we're conditioned to have these expectations of how it should be Mm. it's like okay you're with the man like you're both together for however long Mm. you love him he loves you well we're bound to have a baby let's have a baby and then it's all supposed to be plain sailing and amazing but men also struggle as well emotionally and not to get too deep but i think especially like within the the community Mm. um men are not encouraged to speak on their emotional 
well-being well-being mm. is sometimes considered a weakness yeah. if he shows emotion like yeah. what anger is an, an emotion so mm. that's always the first first thing to go to but it's always something that builds you up to get to that point exactly. um but they're not really encouraged to like cry or just be honest with how that Jordana's just got her food. Go on, yeah. girl. Just come just, on. <laughs> just, just sit down. Just make the noise. God damn. Smells good. Bye. Why would you put it right in front of me? The vegan. <laughs> I bet that's like. Come on. Sorry, I didn't. You're, you're not a vegan. You're a vegan. I'm a vegan. You're a salad. I'm a salad. So I'm saying bougie, girl, bougie. Um, but yeah, men are not necessarily encouraged to express themselves emotionally, and and they can. Um express it in different ways mm. not to condone cheating or stepping out of the relationship but some men can get withdrawn yeah they you definitely know like definitely themselves. definitely and i've i can relate i've been i've been yeah. through that i've got three children my oldest son has a different dad to my two daughters mm. my two daughters dad is the is the one and i and i did, i said at the beginning that i wasn't even going to talk about him not like that mm. but i just i didn't want it to make it about um i definitely saw the change mm in him as well and that was hard for me to deal with because you almost like feel like is it me is mm. it my fault what did i do i've just had this beautiful amazing baby mm. like we love each other why are you like that so that was hard for me as well mm. but i did always appreciate when he did come to me and talk to me but it was hard for me to process because i had my own stuff going yeah. on i was like if you're leaning on me and i'm leaning on you like how are we supposed to grow from this like mm. how are we supposed to get out of this rut one of us needs to step away mm. um but yeah, that that is that's one of the saddest things I would say is that we don't necessarily, as a society, acknowledge men going through depression, especially postnatal depression, mm. their transition. Because we, for me anyway, I've always just considered, well, the man can get up, go to work, go out, be with his boys, do whatever he's doing, and then just come home. Mm. We're like Attached. laundry, do the house, cook dinner, go to work, constantly like driving here, there, everywhere. We gotta go to his in-laws, mm. our, um, my our parents, and. And then they're just like floating around. So to me, I've always had this maybe naive conception of, well, you've got all this time. Yeah. You can do whatever you want to do. Why are you so upset? Mm. You know? I think for my partner, it's more because he works from home. Mm. So when I'm at work, he looks after a little one. Oh, lovely. So mm. I kind of, I have, well, I really appreciate the fact that I'd have to think about childcare for one. So it's stuff like that. But then it kind of burdens him. Well, I wouldn't say burden, but it mm. kind of stops him from mm. doing what he needs to do because mm. sometimes he needs to go out, but mm. he he's just taken on that role where he has the responsibilities as well. So. And that's brilliant. Yeah. Because, like, not being rude, but a lot of men wouldn't do it. Mm. And even men that think they could do it couldn't do it. Mm. Because they, because as you said, they do. They do just get to do what they want. Mm. They come and go. They're the ones that get to go back to work when we're on maternity. And they just don't really understand what it's like to solely care for a child. Mm. Even when they have them the odd night. Even when it's a, you know, when the relationship is broke down and they have them for one night, you know, every other weekend. It's just not the same. Mm. Like, you could, because you can get by. You can keep a child alive for a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> every yeah. two weeks. Yeah. But doing it in and out and having, living your life every single day you know having to get you and a child ready and yeah yeah get through the day yeah. every single day is a big challenge mm. and 
and majority of men just aren't cut out for it. Mm. Like, I know that we're supposed to be non-judgmental, but I feel like that's probably no, a but fact. That, I don't even think that's a judgment, though. I think we're highlighting no. the fact that some men do struggle yeah. to be there for their children, yeah. just like some women do as well. There are women that have children yeah. and they can't cope. Yeah. And they say to the dad or to the family, I need you to step in, take the baby, and when I've figured it out, I'll come back. And some of them don't, some of them do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for us as women... There's no switch off for us mums. No. There's no switch off. No. And I think a man can switch off. Yeah, he can. With us, if we're in bed and we've gone to, gone to sleep for the night, if that if our baby has a nightmare or wets the bed or throws up in the middle of the night, it's us that they want. Yeah. You know? Daddy can be there and assist and help change and whatever, but it's still going to be us. And then we still then have to get up in the morning. And, and then, you know, there's no switch off. So that I think it's important to work on a balance. Yeah. yeah. And I'd say actually looking, well, I think for me, I know a lot of guys, I don't know whether it's just becoming more common where guys are being more involved or, you mm. know, wanting to be more involved and take on that role. But I know some, some great guys that like have their children, you know, mm. almost full time Yeah, because yeah. the mums are working or whatever and I'd, and it's amazing to see. Yeah, mm. it is. It and is. I know a few guys that have, children and they're amazing but some of them the mum makes it difficult yeah and you're like what the hell he's oh, he's you don't even know what it? that looks like he's yeah. doing amazing yeah. he's doing school run overnight yeah. parents evenings. yeah because we're like what that <laughs> must be nice some of them. <laughs> <laughs> where's the ad-libs at <laughs> but like some of some of the, the women that I see, and I'm just like, why are you making it hard for him? Mm. But then you don't know what's going on. You just yeah. don't, you don't know. He might have just woke up one day and be like, now I'm going to be on point. Mm. And she's like, oh, it's too late. But still, let him be there for his child. That's mm. a whole different podcast because the women it that really stop is. their their children's fathers from seeing their children. Yeah, but do you know what? I know some really good reasons. Uh, like I said, for me, the only way I'd ever condone it for me like to accept it without judgment would be if he was like a drug addict an alcoholic if he put mm. hands on you if he was aggressive no, abusive so, do you know what or if he endangers the my, child one of yeah, my of friends is um is, is is in that situation and i would have kind of had your view before mm. that but when i've seen what she's gone through okay i completely understand it's mm. also about that man can pretend they want to be in that life. Okay. And one minute they want to, but it's on their terms. The whole thing is that some guys go, yeah, I want to see my kids out, but it's all on their terms. Mm. And and you have to think about how that is for the for the woman. One minute that they're, they're coming through and they're doing, as they said they were going to do, one minute they're not. One minute they come in to see them, the kids think they're coming, then they don't turn up. Yeah, That's yeah, actually yeah. also, then it turns although this is going into a whole nother podcast yeah. but it turns into that's actually not fair on the children mm. one minute oh your dad's coming to see you today dad hasn't turned up you yeah, don't that, see your yeah, dad that's for out two, of order. you don't see your dad for two months then the dad's coming oh but i want to be a part of the life and it gets to a point where it goes uh, no do you know what? you've had your chances yeah. you've had your chances i need to do that to protect myself because yeah. that is hurt, like it hurts me because it hurts my children yeah, yeah, and i don't want to keep putting my children through that yeah because that's unfair Fair enough. I'd rush. You would. You get to a point where you think I'd rather them not have a dad mm. than have this wishy-washy. True. One minute they're there, one minute it's because it's not because it's not nice. Mm. So there are other reasons. I but think. wouldn't he? Necess- what if he's going through some 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 things? 
this is again what we were saying earlier some men yeah. just just yeah, find it hard but i think that it's um I don't know. Do you know what each each situation is is um, is different? Yeah. Is different. I can say that my friend has has older kids, okay. a seven year old and a five year old, mm. both on the same man, and it's been going on for their whole lives. Oh, so do you know what? If at some got point problem, you got to fi- fix yeah, up. You're, yeah, you're a whole m- big man now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sort yourself out. I just feel for, like it. Just me in my. Per- I just wouldn't ever close the door. And I think like now, especially like with my oldest child, he's nearly a teenager. And he's like at that age where he can he communicates with his dad himself, mm. and I'll get involved if I have to. Yeah. But he's been like that his whole life. He's been in and out, in and out. Yeah, I know. But then it has to get to a point where, where they get to that age, and then they can make the decision. Yeah. But it's painful as a mother as well to, what, to watch to it. Have most to definitely keep, to have to deal with that. Yeah. One minute they say they're coming, you make plans because you think, oh, okay, then you've mm. got to cancel your plans. Or one minute you're getting money, next minute you're not. Mm. Your kids need things because you, you do end up hating that person because mm. you think, why, mm. why? Like my, you know, look at my beautiful kids. Mm. That That's I have true. To see them every yeah. day, and you can't give one day like a month. Yeah, that that is heartbreaking. That so just fuels me to just be like, yeah, now it's, it's harder on me because now I've got to be like, what have to, I got to do? And yeah. that's where you to make sure where he they get go to without. the point of, do you know what? I have to cut it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had your chances. Obviously, that's why it's each case is individual. Absolutely. Some women might just do it to be spiteful and bitter or whatever. Oh, and yeah, then some yeah. women do try and they think, of course, I want I've tried. I've exhausted yeah. every, every option. Mm-hmm. And the best thing to protect myself and my kids is mm-hmm. that to, that's getting locked off. Anyway, we've gone way yes. off topic. <laughs> way off topic, because that is a whole nother podcast. Yeah, and those um, chips smell lovely. Um, I was going to ask Chanel something as well. Mm-hmm. Um, has your experience, even though your your daughter's only one, your experience of your did you have a good pregnancy by the way? I had. It was a good pregnancy. Mm. Didn't go planned as it was supposed to be. Really, I was supposed to have a water birth. Oh, okay. Um, the bathtub they were trying to fill up was mm. cold water. Oh my goodness. They were trying to fill up another one in another room. Mm. It was just running like drip. And by the time that pool, that I was, the room that I was in, that pool was full, I was ready to literally give birth. But I wasn't going into a mm. cold pool. So they had to move me to the labor ward. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. yeah. And I was panicking because I had so much gas in there. Mm. Like every time I kept looking at my sister was there. Uh, my sister, she traveled from South London and like... It, everything was just last minute to be honest um but every time i looked at her face her face looked like it was melting and i didn't know whether to cry oh or god. to laugh and i was just like oh my god i'm dying and i i thought i was dying no way they moved me to another room i kept looking at her, i was like am i gonna make it and she was just like chanel chill like your baby's coming move me to the labor ward and then within like four minutes i gave birth wow nice. yeah it was really quick wow so you and, had a good labor yeah to be honest with you i, I it's gonna sound weird. I actually really enjoyed it. So did I. I I'm not the only one. Do it again. Oh, wonderful stuff! Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the best thing. That's the that's yeah. the most that's the best thing about. Yeah, it's good about the whole pregnancy. I have I had awful pregnancies. Mm. Awful. I have a condition called um, hyperemesis gravidium, which is like severe. It's not even morning sickness. It's like severe sickness while pregnant. Oh wow! It's like morning sickness, food poisoning, alcohol poisoning, hangover, like all of that. Well, throughout the whole pregnancy. The whole pregnancy. In and out of hospital, constantly dehydrated, nice. awful. But then the labour, wonderful. Yeah, I love labour. I just can't relate, but this is also another topic. Yeah, but yeah. 
Um, I think it's nice to, I don't know if like kind of wrapping up, but I think it's nice to just look back on why we talk about these things, what the purpose of it is, mm-hmm. um, and to let people know that we all relate. Most most definitely. It's definitely to be relatable. Yeah. Um, and also, this is why I we say these podcasts are for everyone, because maybe people will be listening that are those friends that don't have kids. Yeah. that will then go wow okay maybe i need to reach out to my friend yeah. let me see if she's okay mm-hmm. and that's why so many people are still saying to me oh yeah yeah that parent thing or oh, it's for mums and dads and and i'm just like it's for everyone mm. it's to say that this is not just how we us three yeah. in this room feel this is how probably 90 percent of people feel mums dads mm. people in general and yeah so it can help others just know that you know you're not alone if you're feeling lonely and you feel like your friends because i just think that's such it's such a common subject that mums or dads talk about like your friends go you're this your relationship breaks down because it's all about the baby and some people don't have family around or they have unsupportive family or people are just busy in their lives so just to remind everyone that we all relate to each other and we're all there and if you do know someone that just that has had a baby or you feel like you haven't heard from them or seen them they probably do want Mm -hmm. you to reach out to them Mm -hmm. and make that time for your friends and family that have just had a baby because they need it yeah like even when you said that oh people could say i'll come around and you don't want them to you don't want them to but if they did mm. i would be i'd be happy You'd to be see happy. them 100 yeah. percent. yeah, yeah in your mind you're like oh my god no no i no. have a panic mode yeah, yeah but mm. if someone says no yeah. i'm coming to see yeah. you mm. i know that you like you've just had a baby you yes. need to you need yeah. people around yes. you um it's it's always like that isn't it when yeah. you're down when you're feeling down or depressed i don't really know whether i've had depression so i can't say but yeah you it's all like no 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 don't want to speak to that person don't want to see these people don't want to do this but really you do yeah mm. yeah so you know it's funny you say that because i've actually said that before i wrote and i was like if i do not answer my phone and you know we've got plans come to my house just show up just come knock on my door i will open it Mm -hmm. it's just the idea of like oh my god this person's coming Mm -hmm. i don't want to i don't want to see them but i do Mm -hmm. so just show up just come yeah and that's how i kind of feel um about about me because obviously i live far Mm -hmm. and no one ever comes to my house and um I think, oh, no one ever comes to my house or, like, no one ever makes the effort or, like, no one ever just says, yeah, I'll pop up to you. Yeah, it's far, but I drive down to, to like, like, I drive down to see everyone constantly, Mm. every single day when I wasn't working full-time. And then even now I am working full-time, it's always me going somewhere, Mm. dropping people, driving around. And then the other day my friends did, they, I, I made a joke. They asked me what I was doing. And um, I was like, oh, no, I've got Remy tonight. I'm just going to be at home. And I was like, oh, but, you know, you can come over if you want, like, if you fancy it, just thinking you're going to say no anyway. Mm. Five minutes later, they were like, yeah, we're on our way. Be there in 45 minutes. I was like, oh, my God. I literally had a panic attack. I wasn't even home yet. You know, I was like, oh, my God, I've got people coming to my house. I only have one sofa. I only have one sofa because I I was like, I don't need two sofas because I don't have to have anyone in my house. (laughs) that is a mess it's this it's that freaking Mm. out but actually it was so lovely Mm. i didn't have to leave my house Mm. 
they came over we got pizza we like had a laugh and then they went home and I went to bed and it just felt amazing mm-hmm. that I didn't have to go anywhere but that night got home from work put Remy to bed and I had some company nice. but yeah I felt the same way I was like oh my god and I said to my friend um because then because it was like the, a group of them so one of them was like right yeah we're coming mm-hmm. and then my friend messaged me and said oh I heard we're coming to your house I was like so did I <laughs> and I was like you know I just said it as a joke and she was like oh no like should we not come and I was like no no yeah. come but like in the moment I was like I didn't expect yeah. it. I thought <laughs> oh, you were really coming. I thought you were going to say, oh, no, 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 that's long. Yeah. Oh, and then God. after that, it did, like, they were like, oh, we should do this more often, mm. just pop up to see you. Mm. That's lovely. Yeah. So, yeah, this was, um, hopefully, obviously, all of our podcasts, um, all of our episodes, we want to... Have a theme. Have a theme, and, and we just want it to um, help someone. Yeah, mm. Definitely relate to someone let everyone know um yeah and the page everyone talk to us like if you want to talk to us if you want to send us a message if you want to say look i really related to that if you want to come on the show if you want to just give us an idea or something to talk about or you know get involved somehow some way if you want to just be um shouted out yep then yeah let us know yeah wonderful stuff and Chanel, do you want to just tell people, you know, your Instagram, you're an athlete, you're a power lifter? Yeah, so I, um, yeah, I'm a power lifter. I've been doing it for nearly three years now, um, trying to get back into it. So yeah, feel free to follow me. Um, you'll find me on the Smotherhood Instagram page. Yeah, we'll post you and we tag definitely you. Definitely. Yes. Um, yeah, that's, that's like a whole other thing as well. Yeah, but I was I just about to say, what? What? So you didn't even power lifter. I know. Yes, girl. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mind, body, and soul. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that's that's been a wrap. That is a wrap until next time. Yeah. Until next time. Everybody share, listen, spread love. And yeah. Until next time. <laughs> oh. This is quickly. this is what I'm. I, uh, oh. I'm looking at her like wrap it up because I want a chip but really and truly we needed to have the outro ready to go (laughs) 